0: You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you by the Book Guide. I was talking to a woman in Ruskin Court and she said she's on a diet, says Joyce, finishing her glass of wine. She's 82. Zimmer frames make you look fat, says Ron. It's the thin legs. Why diet at 82, says Joyce? What's a sausage roll going to do to you? Kill you? Well, join the queue. The Thursday Murder Club has concluded its latest meeting. This week they had been looking at the cold case of a Hastings newsagent who murdered an intruder with a crossbow. He'd been arrested, but then the media had got involved and the consensus was that a man should be allowed to protect his own shop with a crossbow, for goodness sake. He walked free, head held high. A month or so later, police had discovered that the intruder was dating the newsagent's teenage daughter and the newsagent had a long record of GBH, but at that point, everybody had moved on. It was 1975, after all, no CCTV and no one wanting to make a fuss. Do you think a dog might be good company? asks Joyce. I thought I might either get a dog or join Instagram. I would advise against it, says Ibrahim. Oh, you'd advise against everything, says Ron. Broadly, yes agrees Ibrahim. "'Not a big dog, of course,' says Joyce. "'I haven't got the hoover for a big dog.' Joyce, Ron, Ibrahim and Elizabeth are enjoying lunch at the restaurant that sits at the heart of the Cooper's Chase community. There is a bottle of red and a bottle of white on their table. It's around a quarter to twelve. "'Don't get a small dog, though, Joyce,' says Ron. Small dogs are like small men, always got a point to prove, yapping it up, barking at cars. Joyce nods. Perhaps a medium dog, then? Elizabeth? Mmm, good idea, replies Elizabeth, though she is not really listening. How could she be after the letter she has just received? She's picking up the main points, of course. Elizabeth always stays alert because you never know what might fall into your lap. She has heard all sorts over the years. A snippet of conversation in a Berlin bar, a loose-lipped Russian sailor on shore leave in Tripoli. In this instance, on a Thursday lunchtime in a sleepy Kent retirement village, it seems that Joyce wants a dog. There is a discussion about sizes and Ibrahim has doubts, but her mind is elsewhere. The letter was slipped under Elizabeth's door by unseen hand. Dear Elizabeth, I wonder if you remember me. Perhaps you don't, but without blowing my own trumpet, I imagine you might. Life has worked its magic once more, and I discover, upon moving in this week, that we are now neighbours. What company I keep! You must be thinking they let in any old riff-raff these days. I know it has been some while since you last saw me, but I think it would be wonderful to renew our acquaintance after all these years. Would you like to join me at 14 Rusking Court for a drink? A little housewarming? If so, how would three p.m. to morrow suit? No need to reply. I shall await with a bottle of wine regardless. It really would be lovely to see you. So much to catch up on. An awful lot of water under the bridge, and so on. I do hope you remember me, and I do hope to see you to morrow. Your old friend, Marcus Carmichael. Elizabeth has been mulling it over ever since. The last time she had seen Marcus Carmichael would have been late November 1981, a very dark, very cold night by Lambeth Bridge, the Thames at low tide, her breath clouding in the freezing air. There had been a team of them, each one a specialist, and Elizabeth was in charge. They arrived in a white transit van, shabby on the outside, seemingly owned by G. Proctor, windows, gutters, all jobs considered, but on the inside, gleaming, full of buttons and screens. A young constable had cordoned off an area of the foreshore, and the pavement on the Albert Embankment had been closed elizabeth and her team clambered down a flight of stone steps lethal with slick moss the low tide had left behind a corpse propped almost sitting against the nearest stone pillar under the bridge everything had been done properly elizabeth had made sure of that One of her team had examined the clothing and rifled through the pockets of his heavy overcoat. A young woman from Highgate had taken photographs and the doctor had recorded the death. It was clear the man had jumped into the Thames further upstream or been pushed. That was for the coroner to decide. It would all be typed into a report by somebody or other and Elizabeth would simply add her initials at the bottom, neat and tidy.